So, interesting times we're living in right now, right? Scary times, uncertain times, none of us really know what's going to happen or what the consequences of this pandemic are going to be. But I felt like I needed to talk about the potential impacts on us as handmade business owners. And I also wanted to talk about the potential opportunities that we may have because we are handmade business owners and the things that we can do during this uh, time of upheaval to you know, make sure that we are getting ourselves set up and be in a good position once things get back to normal because they will get back to normal. I have no doubt about that. We just don't know when that's going to be or how long it's going to take. So my goal today is to talk about the challenges and the opportunities of having an, a specifically an online handmade business. And for those of you who aren't yet online, I will be addressing that as well in this video uh, and podcast. So stick with me and we'll start to talk about all of those sorts of things today. Do you want to grow a thriving, profitable handmade business? My name's Jess Van Den, and I'm here to help you do just that. I took my own handmade business full-time in 2010, and since 2013, I've helped thousands of makers, just like you, create and grow successful handmade businesses. So, are you ready to thrive? Let's get learning. This episode is also available as a video over on my YouTube channel. So if you'd like to check that out, head on over to youtube.com forward slash Jess Van Den to watch that right now. So I had completely different content planned for this week, as did many of the people out there producing content, podcasts, videos. Uh, but this was coming up and it's kind of come to a head this week, it's at least here in Australia and I think in a lot of other Western countries over the weekend and the last few days, it's really hit home what we're going to be dealing with over the coming months, potentially years, hopefully not that long. Uh, so I wanted to address it because everybody in the community is talking about it basically and I kept seeing sort of the same concerns and fears come up. So I wanted to sort of inject my thoughts on the matter and I think the most important thing is that nobody really knows what's going to happen. And so everything I'm going to be talking about today is with that in mind, that we don't really know uh, the long-term consequences of this pandemic. We don't really know uh, how long it's going to take for everything to shake out. But all we can do is go day to day and try to be smart with how we're using our time and how we're using our money as well. Um, now, this is something that in some ways those of us especially with online handmade businesses are actually in a really good position compared to a lot of people people who um, have casual work who work in the gig economy contract work who work for big businesses that may fold or industries like tourism that are just going to be completely uh, dead for the next however many months so you know those of us and I, I understand that some of you may be in both of those boats you may have a job in one of those or a, a side gig or whatever in one of those industries and your handmade business may just have been a side thing but this may be the opportunity to make it more than that and I'm going to talk about that a little bit later as well uh, over the last few days in my community the thriver circle we've been talking about this and everybody's sharing their stories and it's really you know, I'm finding it really comforting to have that community of people around me. So do find that community. If you don't already have one, there's plenty of opportunities. You know, there's Facebook groups out there. Um, there are free communities out there. And for those of you in the Thriver Circle, 
please do you know come and use that as a space we have that thread where we can all talk about these challenges together that's going to be something that i'll talk about a little bit later in the video is the the idea of you know finding and maintaining community but i think it's important to start with the challenges let's get the hard stuff out of the way before we start talking about potential opportunities so there are a number of challenges that we are facing with this COVID 19 pandemic as handmade business owners um, and just as people obviously you know uh, we're all worried about potentially either getting sick or someone in our family or friends a loved one getting sick uh, in my generation you know I'm, I'm concerned about my parents and my husband's parents and uh, my grandmother so you know there's all those sorts of fears swirling around and we can only do what we can do to mitigate that and I'm not going to go into detail about all of the you know wash your hands and social distancing all of that sort of stuff is going to be changing day to day what the government of your country recommends and i think we're hearing enough about that so putting all that aside uh let's talk about some of the consequences of the health crisis but the economic crisis that's happening uh i'm sure you've probably seen you know stock markets crashing all around the world um losing heaps of heaps of money out of the stock market of course also people losing jobs and uh, businesses struggling because things are closing so i think that is the the scariest thing really um a lot of us won't get sick but we may lose our jobs or we may lose our income and so that's another layer of fear on top of the actual pandemic itself that will affect more of us in the long term so, you know, a lot of people might be tightening their belts and probably will be trying to spend less going forward as these um, economic struggles are hitting us. And that's something we have to be aware of, not only for ourselves, but for our potential customers, that they may be in a position to not spend as much money on non-essentials uh, as they could before. Now, a lot of us do make non-essentials i make jewelry that is not an essential <laughs> especially we specialize in wedding rings a lot of weddings are going to be getting cancelled and deferred so i can foresee that okay in my market i'm probably going to be losing some income over the next however many months uh because of that and that's what you need to do for your particular industry you know if you are a, a soap maker for example this might be a great time for you because everybody's going to need soap um so th that's something to consider as well but if you are making more non-essential items chances are uh people will be buying less of that and so we need to be prepared for that eventuality um i have a little bit of experience with this i started a ferial during the financial, global financial crisis in 2008 2009 uh, i did have a solid job at the time so it wasn't my main income thankfully uh and you know it was a it was a challenge and my business grew slow and steady but i think for me that gave me the knowledge that there will always be people buying stuff you know there'll always still be shoppers out there uh, no matter what there are plenty of people who will be okay uh, you know throughout this crisis um, you know I'm in a, a good position you know we own our home and our car we don't have any big debts we have savings so you know we are in the position where we can probably ride it out even if our income drops for a while but it still you know makes me concerned that okay well you've got to think of the long term how long is it going to be that our income might drop and what can i do with my finances you know do i need to uh you know redraw from our our mortgage um 
we still have a mortgage we've paid most of it off but you know we still have it there uh, do we need to reduce our spending on non-essentials like most people are going to be doing so everybody's going to be going through these sorts of thought processes uh, i'm sure you are and your customers will be too so i just want to make this clear that there is no way to trick or game the system here i'm seeing a lot of people talk about oh how can i get more sales how can i get more sales uh during this time we all just need to accept that we're probably going to not be getting as many sales as normal and that that's just the way it's going to be we can do our best to keep the sales that we have going you know keep your keep up your marketing efforts i know it feels a bit weird right now to be (laughs) to be talking about your work but keep doing it you know it's still important Keep sending those emails. Keep putting stuff on social media. Um, I would personally advise you against marketing to the panic. Uh, I think that's an uncool thing to do, and I am not going to be doing that. And I, I think that that's something we need to be aware of as well, because we're again we're all in this together. We need to keep everybody calm and rational about things. So, you know being aware and sensitive in your marketing that all of these things are going on but life still goes on we still still you know we still want to do the things that we normally do and buy the things that we normally buy as much as we possibly can so uh, just being aware of that and sensitive in your marketing efforts to the situation but not stopping them altogether i think it's really important to keep them going so where can you reduce costs in your business Uh, are there any anything that you're is there anything out there you're paying for that's not providing value or that you don't need to be paying for right now if that's the case suspend it stop it for a little while you can always pick it up again afterwards uh, after everything's uh, sort of settled down Uh, obviously in your personal life as well just thinking about how you can mitigate um the potential loss of income reducing those expenses so that's kind of an easy thing that we can do Also, when it comes to having everything set up to keep your business running, do you have a plan if you get sick on how you're going to deal with it? Um, You know, are you set up to take a break from your business if you get sick or one of your family members gets sick and you need to care for them? Uh, That is a really, really important thing to think about and make sure that you have a plan in place. Don't wait until (laughs) things get bad do it now put a plan in place now so that you are aware and you know what you need to do Uh, you know are you going to set up an autoresponder in your email Uh, etsy autoresponder messages in your shop do you have a a blurb pre-written to just drop in to the top of all of your listings or as a banner on your website to notify people that you are unwell and there will be a delay do you have someone in your household who can help you and actually do that stuff for you if you get sick and aren't able to do it Uh, don't wait until something goes wrong to have a plan in place make sure that helper of yours has your passwords make sure they can access everything they need to be able to access write it all down in a document that they can get to give them a plan And that way you can rest easy if stuff goes wrong and you get sick or someone else around you gets sick and you can't run your business normally, that you have everything organized and planned and in place to deal with that when it comes along. So you can relax about that possibility and not be stressed about it. Okay, so another thing that people have been worried about is shipping. This is a big one. Uh, Honestly, we do not know day to day, let alone week to week or month to month, what's going to be happening with the domestic or international shipping situation. 
Generally speaking, I would think that it's a very big priority for countries to keep the shipping lines open, but there may come a time where everything is shut down for a few weeks and if that happens, it happens and we just have to deal with it when it happens. The best thing you can do is just be prepared. Keep an eye on the website of your local uh, post ser- postal service. I know Australia Post is updating us daily on their website. They sent an email out yesterday to businesses about this. Um, and also keep an eye on the websites of the countries you most often ship to. And if you have a, a customer from a country that you're not familiar with, go have a look at what's happening at the shipping situation in their country and make sure to keep them informed about that if there are delays. So the best thing you can do is keep the lines of communication open with your customers because you know 99 point something percent of people are going to understand because they are also in the midst of this this is not a local thing this is a global thing and honestly anybody who's not understanding just get rid of them as a customer you don't need that sort of person in your life um so just keep those lines of communication open with them like yesterday i got some i got some orders yesterday And whenever I get an order, I always send out a thank you email to my customers, a detailed thank you email. And I've just added a line in there about due to the, the, you know, the current pandemic, shipping times are uncertain and it may take a little bit longer than normal for your items to reach you. Simple as that. And both of the people who I messaged about that yesterday, both got back to me with really kind, understanding replies like, you know, it's a scary time. We understand we're looking forward to getting your stuff, but if it takes a bit longer, that's no big deal. And, you know, that's a, a really important thing. Just an aside, if there are people contacting you wanting things quickly because there is an event or something, not that there's probably going to be many of them around, um, you just have to decide whether it's worth the risk taking that order on uh, or whether the person is clear that you just can't make, you can't make any promises right now about whether things are going to arrive in time or not. None of us know what the situation is. So, you know, just kind of keep those lines of communications open with your customers, be honest and transparent and upfront with them. Don't wait till a problem happens, warn them from the get-go that there may be delays. And I think you'll find most people will be understanding about that. Okay, it's time to talk opportunities. There are potentially challenges that I either haven't thought of or that will crop up after I've recorded this. Feel free, you know, please do discuss those below in the comments and I will get back to you about that. Uh, If you're in the Thriver Circle, come on over there and we can continue the conversation as well over there in a private uh, forum. So opportunities, there are actually opportunities in this. I know it might seem hard to realize right now, but it is true. First of all, if you are an established online handmade business, you are in a really good spot compared to a lot of people. You have your own business already, It's already online, so people can still shop from you at the moment. You have low overheads and generally pretty low costs. So compared to a lot of businesses, we're in a really good position right now to ride this out and to keep actually making money throughout this process. Not only that, you know how to work from home. (laughs) You've already been doing it, most likely. So you have you know, you've got that hurdle overcome already. I'm seeing so much stuff out there at the moment about, you know, tips for how to keep yourself motivated and how to work from home. Uh, And it's quite funny as somebody who's been self-employed for 10 years and been working from home for that amount of time. It's just so, those sorts of things are just so natural and normal to me now uh, that it's interesting to see this kind of mass awareness of the differences between 
going to a job, you know, having to get up in the morning, get dressed and leave the house and go somewhere where people are watching you and making sure you're doing your job to being completely self-reliant. So those of us who are already doing that, you're ahead of the, you're ahead of the curve there. Um, And that's a really good thing and something to be thankful for. Uh, if you are one of the people who's just coming into this and maybe your handmade business has been your side thing and you did have a full-time job or a job outside the house that you're no longer doing, now's a great time to get you know some habits set up and some routines and systems. That is the key to being successful. If you're working from home is routines and systems. You need to have a work day. You need to have work hours, generally speaking. Some of us, it's not completely um, doable especially those of you with small children at home, but you can, you know, when do they go to bed? Do they have a bedtime? Work after that or before that. So set up those times that are going to be the best for you. Set, you know, hopefully you should still be exercising uh, and eating well as much as possible. Even if you live in a small area, there's plenty of YouTube videos that show you how to do a high intensity interval training exercise in like the size of your living room. So don't, um, Don't stop those good habits that you're doing, that you've been doing and set up a new system of habits for working at home so that you have a workspace, work time and ways to help yourself focus and planning and being aware of, you know, your to-do list and how to plan. So I won't go into that anymore. I could do whole videos on that and have. Uh, There's workshops on that inside the circle and I've done podcasts on time management before. But that's one of the opportunities we have um, is that we're already ahead, a lot of us, on that particular issue. Now, if you are a handmade business who has been reliant on markets and shops, i.e. wholesale, this will be a more challenging time for you because those avenues are probably not going to be around for a while. Markets probably aren't going to be running for a couple of months, if not longer. Uh, brick and mortar shops who are already struggling are not going to be seeing the foot traffic because people are staying at home. There's not really any way around that. The only thing that you can do is pivot right now and make online a priority because when you get your work online, people can still buy it. It's how you can make your work available to the world when they can't get to a market or get to a shop. So if you are um, finding yourself with that lack of income from those avenues, pivot to online and really put a lot of effort into getting that set up now and working on that. Uh, I obviously have a lot of resources available for you on that issue. Those of you working through set up shop right now, just happened that you did it at just the right time before this all happened. Uh, set up shops, my 30 day course to help you go from go to woe, setting up an online shop. Um, I've actually been toying with the idea of running it again in the not too distant future in case there is an influx of people who are wanting to do that. If that is you, please get in contact and let me know. If I get enough interest, I will run it again very soon rather than waiting till September, October, which is what I normally do. Uh, There's also heaps of resources here on the channel. On my podcast, the Create and Thrive podcast, if you don't already listen to that, those of you watching the video um, of this today, head on over to your favorite podcast app and that is there. There are years worth of podcasts there. Of course, also inside my membership community, The Thriver Circle, I have Your Year to Thrive, which is a year-long course about setting up a handmade business and a whole bunch of handmade business resources in there as well. But there's plenty of resources out there to help you figure out any of the, the, the hurdles that have been holding you back 
from selling your work online. And I strongly recommend that you devote some time now to figuring that out and getting your online shop up and running because if your stuff is not available to the market, nobody can buy it and you can't make money from it. And look, if you have been relying on markets and shops and you are in a good position, you've saved money, maybe, maybe not. Maybe you really still don't want to do online, but that's, you know, that's the choice you want to make at this point in time. That's your choice. And if you have enough savings in place and you can devote your time to other aspects of your business, for example, creating new product lines, you might get ahead of yourself. You know, maybe you do one or two releases a year, do plan the next two years worth of releases and make the prototypes now while you have the time. Um, Do those jobs. This is another thing for everybody. Do those jobs that you've been putting off because you don't have time to do them. If you've got spare time and extra time to work on your business now, do those nagging tasks that have been hanging over your head for a long time. You know, create a whole bunch of new pins and pin them to Pinterest. Um, Set up that mailing list that you've been meaning to do for two years. Whatever it might be, uh, now is a great time and opportunity if you have that extra time to work on those other aspects of your business that have been put on the back burner because you've been focusing on other things. Now is also a great time to experiment with new things and new ways of selling. Um, One of the great things about being an entrepreneur is that you're already used to risk. If you weren't a little bit willing to deal with risk, you would not have started a business and you wouldn't be self-employed. Okay. So you're already a little bit more um, well-suited to this environment that we now find ourselves in than those people who are kind of dependent and married to traditional work. So be thankful for that. In that case, uh, you are already savvy with things like online marketing and social media. You're already comfortable uh, if you do have an online business now I'm talking about now. Uh, But even if you don't, you're probably already comfortable with working in the online space you know using social media and email marketing and uh, communicating with your customers via you know instagram or messenger or whatever it might be so now's the time to experiment with new things just like i was saying earlier about keeping your marketing efforts going maybe you know now right now where it's it's really kind of you know the big swell has happened and everybody's really worried might not be the ideal time but within a couple of weeks try some new things um why not do a launch party live on facebook for example in your on your facebook page or in your facebook group you know make an event um set an event for everybody to come together bring a glass of wine or their favorite beverage and you can showcase your new your new jewelry line (laughs) i'm just thinking about myself uh your new product range live you know showing people stuff having a chat with them engaging with your customers building that sense of community you could do the same thing on instagram live if you wanted to or um you know there, there are other platforms youtube same thing so experiment with new ways to talk about your work and get it out in front of people that you may not have tried before. So there are opportunities on in the online space. I'm seeing a lot of people kind of creating virtual events for things now to bring people together because we're so isolated from each other in the in the real world, in the physical world. So any way that you can um, 
really kind of use that way of bringing people together in a in a live sense will help to foster that connection that we're all looking for help foster a sense of community between your customers and your and also a sense of connection between you and them because they see that you're a real person and that you're doing your best in these trying times to you know help them out and to still keep working and to still be providing value and and giving something back to the community so I think a really important thing to remember, and I mentioned this at the beginning, this is not going to last forever. This too shall pass as everything does. We, we are in the midst of uncertain times and all we can do is focus on the day. Focus on the day in front of you right now while being mindful of what's going to potentially happen in the future but not fearful of it. Do that planning that I talked about in the video today. You know, plan for the worst if you get sick or someone else gets sick make sure you have a plan to deal with it or if you get quarantined have a plan once you have that plan you can put it aside and move on with just normal work day focusing on the things that you can control and trying not to worry about the things you cannot control i know that's easier said than done there's a lot of great resources floating around right now about how to cope with anxiety Uh, that may be arising from this situation for you so I'm not going to go into that Um, the only thing I will share is what helps me for those of you who don't know I have suffered from severe anxiety uh, bouts in my history and the things that help me are giving up caffeine (laughs) exercising daily having a really good hobby that takes my mind out of the world for me that's reading novels uh, and playing games sometimes So whatever those things are for you, also reducing social media use so that I'm not constantly getting caught up in the anxiety. Uh, You know, at the moment I'm, you know, I'm checking things in the morning and in the evening and I usually watch the news at lunchtime. But apart from that, I'm trying to not get stuck in just the constant loop of what's going on, what's happening, trying to keep doing my work like I'm doing right now uh, and just keep as much normalcy in my life as possible. I'm lucky and a lot of you are probably in a similar position if you are used to working from home in that you probably don't have to change your normal routine over much. Uh, I'm not doing a whole bunch different. (laughs) My daily life looks pretty much exactly the same as it did before, except that I'm not doing a few of the sort of fun things that I might normally do, like take myself out for brunch or, you know, go to a class or something like that. I'm still going for a swim in the ocean without many people around (laughs) i'm still having to go to the grocery store and we're still going to the post office and when we're doing those things we're just trying to minimize them and we're trying to be safe with our hygiene at those times so this too shall pass i think it's really important that we stay calm and collected but also prepared for me being prepared not over prepared but prepared is a really important part of feeling calm you know, we have our COVID cupboard, as we call it. We've got two weeks worth of, of you know, groceries in there if we need to survive because we need to self-isolate or whatever. But that's about it. We don't have, you know, a huge amount, but we, we do have that extra amount. And I think that's wise for everybody to do. Uh, but take care of yourself, first of all. Take care of your physical health, now more important than ever before, to keep your immunity up, uh, keep your strength and your your sleep make sure you're sleeping make sure that you're you know eating as well as you can make sure you're taking care of yourself and make sure you're taking care of each other because that's what's going to get us through this 
is taking care of each other keeping that sense of community and if you don't already have a, a strong community of makers i strongly encourage you to go find one right now because having as some you know working from home having that connection with other creatives and makers who are in the same boat and understand what you're going through is priceless it really really is so i gave you a few options earlier of places you can find that community have a look around and find one that is a nice private safe community that works for you uh, and that will allow you to share your concerns and 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 ask questions about what's happening at the moment I also just want to encourage you to do the best you can, and I'm going to be doing this as well, to keep supporting the economy, especially the small business economy. Can you order takeout from your local place? Uh, Can you keep buying stuff online? Like, you know, buying soap, buying things like that, those necessities, buying clothes. If we can, we should try to buy them from each other so that we can keep our businesses afloat during this time and try to keep as much normalcy in our lives and each other's lives as possible. And if we can't support each other financially, supporting each other emotionally is the next best thing to that. And that comes back to the idea of community. I think the old war slogan, you know, keep calm and carry on. It's very British, but I think it's true. You know, we, we don't gain anything by freaking out about this situation. There will be badness. (laughs) People will get sick. People will die. Hopefully that's not us or somebody we love, but that's the roll of the dice and there's literally nothing we can do about that except do our best to follow those um, rules of hygiene and social distancing and stuff like that. So doing our best to take care of ourselves and each other and not, you know, as a youngish person myself, not going out there and potentially spreading it to other people, uh, all of those things that you're already hearing plenty about uh, on the internet and from your governments, no doubt. But yeah, keeping calm, carrying on, keep working, keep doing what you can to keep your business going and potentially even growing, if not now, when all this is over. And I wish you all the absolute very best during this time. And I really hope that you get through it safely and healthily and that your business is in a great position to maintain itself and to potentially also you know really take advantage of when things get better and by doing the 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 deep work the behind the scenes back end work now then that's all we can do so good luck take care of yourselves and i'll see you around on the channel and on the podcast in the coming weeks as we get back to normal programming for the most part (laughs) there may still be some uh, extra things that pop up if needs be as we go but you'll see and i will see as that comes so take care of yourselves and bye for now Mm -hmm.